Then the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit, we're going to meet. Good son to First of all, I wish all of you a happy Father's Day. May the Lord together keep you and always keep in great health. Also, I wish my beloved father, who will start with my beloved father, Bob Todros, wish him a very happy Father's Day. Wish him also a happy and healthy uh, uh, priesthood. We also wish our beloved father, Amber Gabriel, happy Father's Day. And I wish also all my fathers here in the church, all of them, happy Father's Day. And wish you all happy Father's Day. May God get a bless all of you. Today's gospel actually flew from the story from Luke chapter 5. Same story, we'll find it also in Luke chapter 2. And it's a beautiful story, all of us will know very well, about a lucky man. The reason I'm saying a lucky man, because he had good friends. Friends matters in your life. Friends are a very important aspect in life, especially with young kids growing up. Friends is the most important aspect. This lucky man that he had good four friends. And what happened when they find that their friend is sick, they decide, you know what? The solution is one thing only. We have to bring him to Jesus. He's the only one can take heal him. He's the only one can take him. And that's what I always say. Good friends, bring your friends close to Christ. That's what good friends. For therefore, they took him to, to our Lord God Jesus Christ, and they know that the solution is with him. But when they get there, they find obstacles. And let me tell you, Try to get somebody close to God. You will find so many obstacles. Even as a parent sometimes, when somebody far away from God, try to bring somebody close to God. It's going to be many, many obstacles. And those beautiful friends, they get excited. Let's take my friends. They talk them. They find the place is so crowded. But they teach us a great lesson today. They overcome any obstacles. They said, you know what? It doesn't matter. Even if we're going to go up on the roof. Can you imagine? We're going to uncover the, the roof. And at that time, actually, it was not really like a, a, a roof has a sheetrock, I mean, shingles and beams. It was a very simple roof, yeah. Then they, kept, they removed the, the, some of the beams and they laid that, they brought him down. But the verse I want to focus on it with you today is one simple verse. Our Lord God Jesus Christ looked up and saw them, and saw also the young, that this paralytic man is coming down. And the Bible said that, and as soon as he saw the faith, he said to the paralytic man, your sins are forgiven, and later on he healed him and told him, take up your bed and walk. And I want to just comment very simple. Can you imagine your faith affect others? Can you imagine your faith affect others? Your faith matters. And this beautiful four men actually teach us, all of us, a great lesson. Faith, when you go to Hebrew chapter 11, substance, things to... Substance hoped for, things hoped for, and substance, sub, substance unseen. You cannot see faith. But this beautiful four men here actually teach us a great lesson to all of us. Faith can be tangible. Can you imagine faith tangible? You can touch faith. You can see faith. Even so, theoretically, faith is something unseen. But actually, these four men here transform faith from just something theological, something uh, uh, to think about it, but actually to something he can touch and he showed it their faith and that's something very important aspect and I feel right now in our society we need to bring back our faith to be a living faith because our faith can affect our society our faith can affect our, the people around us and the perfect example actually these four people here in a very simple way without their faith 
By their faith, actually, our Lord Jesus Christ healed the dyspeptic man. They were the reason. He saw their faith and saw that really how they work together. They bring him down. They said, you know what? I will heal you. But under one thing only, by your, because he saw their faith. Your faith can affect others. And that's my message to you today. Can you imagine your faith affect others? As much as faith is something very simple, we should not even talk about faith because faith should reflect in our life. One of the beautiful books I would advise you actually to read, I wish all of us would read this book here, Life of Faith by Bob Shenouda. It's in a very simple book, but it teaches us how can we live by faith. It teaches us how to grow in faith, how to have a strong faith can affect others. These four men here, a great example to all of us actually, their faith affected others. And we believe that faith without good works and good deeds is nothing. And you will find in this beautiful verse actually in James chapter 2, verse 18, he said, but someone would say, you have faith. Somebody would say, I'm a, I'm a Christian and I have a cross in my hand and everything. I have faith. And somebody else would say, I have work. And this is actually very important for reason only. Because in our society right now, we can see some people, unchristian, but they have good deeds. Sometimes we see that in our side. But someone would say, you have faith and I have work. Show me your faith without your work, and I will show you my faith by my works. Your deeds matters. Your actions matters. Your faith matters, because your faith will affect others. What will affect you for others is your faith. If you have faith, and that's the concept, actually, your faith affects others. One of the very important aspects or concept uh, teaching in our church here, we believe in intercession. Why we believe in intercession? Because one thing only, I can intercede on behalf of others. But that's why I can go to Marimina, Bukrolos, they intercede. And that's a very important aspect. Those four men basically intercede on their friend and the Lord God actually, our Lord God Christ healed him. For the concept of the intercession, you remember the story of Sodom and Gomorrah? When Abraham, when God came to Abraham and started really to have a dialogue with him, Hello, Abraham, you know, I'm going to destroy this town. And I'm afraid that God will do that one day to us here. For what's happening around our society right now, honestly. We all, have see, we all of us see right now, the society going in a very wrong direction. Very wrong direction. And I'm afraid. But guess God will look at our faith and say, Abraham is telling him, look, by the way, no, stop. I, I have at least 100 people here. I don't know, not even 10 people. But therefore, your faith can affect others. Your faith, your faith can affect others and help others. I hope today all of you actually, I love this beautiful verse, second, second James chapter 2, verse 18. But I will show you my faith by my works. I will show you my faith by my works. My faith will reflect. I can say I'm a Christian, but let your faith reflect that you are Christian. Let your faith at work, at home, with your friends, in the school. Everybody sees you. Yes, I can say I'm a deacon or I have a cross in my hand here, but that's nothing. The most important thing is your action, your deeds. And these four men today actually give us a great example to all of us how their faith affected their friend. And faith, by the way, as Bob Shenouda wrote in his book, he said faith is not just only the, the, something that we recite uh, or basically the creed, but faith is a lifestyle that we live. My faith should reflect uh, my lifestyle. I'm a Christian, but therefore my lifestyle will reflect as a Christian. And to be honest with you, I feel strongly there's days our society hungry to see Christ in each one of us. 
our society hungry to see us our uh, our christian faith and we can reflect our faith in others may god grant us all of us can you imagine your faith affect others your faith can change other your faith can change other today i have been كنت بتكلم بس بسرعه كده عن simple meditation عن المفلوج والاربعه اصحابه كنت بقول الاربعه اصحابه دول المفلوج ده كان محظوظ لان كان ليه اصحاب حلوين وهو بيضف اللي واحد منا يكون عنده اصحاب كويسين وكان هدفهم حاجه واحده بس لما صاحبنا ده كان تعبان ازاي نجيبه للمسيح واتكلمت على الايه الجميله اللي بتقول ايه لما هم نزلوه كده من السقف يقول لك الايه فلما راى ايمانهم فتخيل كده ايمانك ممكن ياثر على الاخر ايمانك مهم جدا يمكن اهم عنصر في الحياه المسيحيه بتاعتنا هو الايمان واهم عنصر في علاقتي مع ربنا هو الايمان ده في ايه صعبه جدا تقول لك ان كان لك ايه ايمان مثل حبه الخرده فتقول للجبل ده انت كان يامجن سمبل ايمان ايمان صغير خالص خالص يعني ايمان بسيط ان كان لك هذا الايمان يعني والبابا شنود على فكره كتب كتاب جميل جدا عن حياه الايمان اسمه حياه الايمان بالعربي وترجم بالانجليزي حتى موجود على بي دي اف فايل لو انت كده رحت على التليفون بتاعك وضربت كده على هتلاقي الكتاب موجود يعني بيقول لك الايمان ليس مجرد موضوع ان احنا نتكلم عنه يعني المفروض ما نتكلمش عن الايمان بل يجب ان يتجسد في حياتنا الايمان ده شيء متجسد في حياتي جزء مني ما اقدرش افصل نفسي اعمل زي التنفس كده لو انا بقول انا مسيح وبتنفس ما اقدرش افصل الايمان لان لو فصلت الايمان مني اموت اموت روحيا يعني فايه فبيقول كده وبيقول بكل بساطه من ليس من لا يعيش ويحيا بالايمان فانه غير مؤمن كيف ان انا اقول انا مؤمن وما يدفعش الايمان والقديس يعقوب زي ما قلت النهارده في الايه الجميله كده بيقول لك واحد ممكن يقول انا لك انا لا عندي ايمان والاخر يقول انا عندي اعمال فبيقول له اريني ايمانك بدون اعمالك وانا بايماني ايه اريك اعمالي خلي ايماني هو ايه اللي يورق اعمالي الحلوه ايماني ومحتاج المجتمع بتاعنا زي ما بقول كده محتاج يشوف فينا صوره الايمان الايه المسيح الحلو قوي ده عبرانيين في عبرانيين 10 38 بيقول لك واما البار فبالايمان ايه يعني الانسان البركه الانسان الحلو البار هيخلي بيرفلكت ان بيجعله بار ان حاجه واحده بس اللي هو ايه ايمانكم والبابا الشهود برضه بيعيد يقول كده على بردية ليس الايمان هو اعتناق مجموعه من العقائد او قوانين ولكن هي تحياها او عقيده تقود الى حياه العقيده بتاعتنا وايماننا ده يقود بيرفلكت ايه حياتنا كل يوم ده الايمان الايمان مش بس كلام اتكلم منه ولا وعظ عنه ولكن انا حياه بحياها فانا كل يوم بمشي بقى ايه بوري ايماني للاخرين مش بالكلام ولكن بايه بالاكشن وحتى الانجيل كده ايه ليروا اعمالكم الحسنه فيمجدوا ايه اعمالكم الحسنه دي هي ايمانك يعني وعلى فكره بولس الرسول بيقول في ايه كده في سكن كورنثوس الثانيه كورنثوس الثانيه 10 ب 13 5 بيقول ايه جربوا انفسكم او بمعنى اخر امتحنوا انفسكم هل انت في الايمان ولا مش في الايمان يعني ايه كده اقعد مع نفسك النهارده واسال نفسك انا في الايمان بعتبر الايمان دي زي دايره تاخد بالك واسال نفسك انا جوه الدايره ولا بره الدايره؟ لو انا بره الدايره مش مسيحي لو جوه الدايره يبقى ايه؟ ان انا مسيحي يعني فراى ايمانهم عباره جميله جدا جدا يا احبائي لما بقول كده فراى ايمانهم وشاف ايمانهم الحلو يعني ما اعظم للايمان ما اجمل ايمان كنت مره بتناقش مع شاب غير مسيحي يعني كنت تقابلت معاه يعني ناوي بيسيرف في التاون شيب از قابلت مع واحد كده فقعد يتكلم عن الايمان ومش يعني فبالاخر خالص بيقول لي طب هيديني ايه الايمان؟ قلت له حاجه بسيطه جدا جدا انا حسيت وانا بتناقش معاه ما كانش عنده سلام خالص في اي حاجه قلت له على فكره الايمان هيديك حاجه واحده بس هو يدي لك سلام داخلي 
سلام القلب حتى لو عندك هاردشيب ومشاكل هتقبلها لان تقول ايه ان دي من عند ربنا يعني تبقى عندك سلام القلب اكتر شيء الايمان يدوه لنا ان هو ايه يدينا ايمان يا ريت النهارده كل واحد يركز كده يقول ايه نفسي اصحابي نفسي الشله بتاعتي نفسي شغلي نفسي كل واحد بكره لما اروح الشغل بتاعي يروا ايه ايماني مش فيش انا كشخص اي عباره جميله جدا ان راى ايمانهم فقال المفلوك ايه قم احمد سريك وامشي ولما راى ايمانه برضه قال له ايه قال له ايه ما كل خطاك ربنا كده يدينا الايمان الحي الايمان العامل بالمحبه الايمان اللي هو فعلا يرفلكت حتى فعلا ايماننا كانت تتخيل كده ايمانك ياثر على الاخرين ايماني وايمانك ياثر ربنا يبارك فيكم لهنا كل مجد والكرامه لبت امين